0: I got to kick this thing off, can I kick it off, one, two, three,
1: four
2: What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Marv B, and you are listening to another episode of the Man Listen Show. Before we get started, let's hear a few words from our sponsors. Title Boxing Club of Maplewood is proud to be a sponsor of the Man Listen Show. Title Boxing Club of Maplewood offers dynamic boxing and kickboxing classes for all. Check us out on Instagram at Title Boxing Club Maplewood. The Man Listen Show is also brought to you by Conversate With Us Radio. Conversate With Us Radio, your urban radio show podcast. A fun place to look for advice and a different perspective on life, love, relationships, sports, and politics. One conversation at a time. You can find us on Facebook at Conversate With Us Radio and on Instagram at Conversate With Us. Don't forget to capitalize the V in Conversate. All right, all right, we're back, we're back. Let me go ahead and introduce the crew. Arika, what's up with you?
1: Hi, what's going
2: on? Doing good, doing good, and my brother Lab, B Lab, what's up?
0: What's going on? What's going on?
2: Man, I'm doing good, bro, doing good. good uh, we got, good, good. we got one soldier missing. C is out. She's uh, a little bit under the weather, so we're gonna go ahead and rock without her. But uh, much, uh, much respect to C. Get better soon. So, Malik Yoba. Malik Yoba has been in the news. He made an Instagram post where he spoke out on the black community's approach to transgender rights and homophobia in the black community. There was a video that he posted on his Instagram of a young man who was being harassed by some other black men, other young black men who were giving him a hard time because he stated that he dated or he dated or he had a preference for transgendered or transsexual women. And this young man proceeds to go ahead and commit suicide due to the pressure that he received from the the bullying that he received from his peers because of his sexual preferences. So Malik Yoba made a, a statement about this. And in that statement, he basically said that he had a preference for transsexual, transgender women as well. He later followed that up by doing a series of interviews the most popular one was the one on the Breakfast Club, where he came out with a few, few different guests, and they talked about transgender, transsexual rights, and um, it was a little bit provocative, a little bit confusing for a lot of us because a lot of us there's a, there's a bit of a terminology that we don't really understand. But I wanted to talk about this subject, and because I think it's important, because it's one that comes up consistently, and homophobia in the black community or transphobia, homophobia. For some of us who don't necessarily have a lot of knowledge about the LGBT community, sometimes those lines blur, but it's definitely something that is affecting our community and we want to talk about it, give our opinion on the subject. So, Arika, we'll start off with you. When you first you know caught wind of you know Malik Yoba and his defense of men who love transgender, transsexual women. What were your initial thoughts?
1: My initial thought was, I'm not sure why this is news. I guess I come still from a generation where I don't feel like every single thought that goes through my head or every emotion I have needs to be shared with the world in like a public address. Like, I don't feel the need to be like, hello, everyone. I'm drinking a Red Bull currently because I'm sleepy. Newsflash. But I just think that for some reason... When it comes to sexuality in this country, people feel like they have to draw the line in the sand and take sides or else if they are then it may be associated with homophobia, which I think is kind of why the black community gets a bad reputation in regards to that. I think that we would rather just not take a stand on things that we either really don't know about or don't care about and then... If we don't take a strong stance in the public, then people try to infer what our position is about transgenders or transsexuals or anyone in the LGBTQIA, all that community. And then so me personally, I feel like everybody should just do whatever it is they want to do, everything that makes them happy. It doesn't mean I necessarily want to be out publicly supporting it or publicly like putting my time and energy into helping you get your rights. Just like I don't feel like everybody's out here necessarily trying to work within the legal system, do everything I'm doing. Everybody has a part to play in whatever moves them to, you know, better the the world or their community. And just because that's not one of the things that I'm publicly active in, it doesn't mean that I'm against it. And I think that's kind of why the black community gets a bad reputation, but I don't think everyone in the black community is homophobic. And I really couldn't care less who Malik Yoba favors.
2: Yeah, you know, I echo your sentiments, you know, to a certain degree. Um, I, I do think we get a bad rap when it comes to the black community is homophobic or the black community is transphobic because I, I think we always had people who were gay in our in our neighborhoods, gay in our families, and you know, there there may have been language we use like the F word, stuff that is really frowned upon now, but I don't think they were shunned. I don't think they were mistreated. Um, wholesale, and I don't think it's fair to say that the whole black community is homophobic or transphobic. I mean, Lab, what are your thoughts on it?
0: I agree with you when you talk about the whole community not being uh, transphobic or homophobic or anything like that. At the same time, going back to the Malik Yoba thing, I think part of it is because there is, you mentioned it a little bit ago, the not fully understanding, there's language, there's not understanding, like Honestly, before this, I did not know the difference between tra- transgender and transsexual. I, I when he when he talked about liking transgender women, I thought he was. My mind went to what I now know as transsexuals, and so you know that those kind of uh, that kind of terminology, and you're not 100 percent sure. It kind of does put you in a position where you don't want to speak on something, and, and sometimes if you don't speak up against something. Um, it does put you in a position where it seems like you're you're not down for them or you're not in favor of them having equal rights.
2: what's so what's the difference? What's the difference between transgendered and transsexual?
0: So a, a transgender is, from my understanding, someone who has not had the surgery. okay. And the transsexual is someone who has completed the uh, gender reassignment surgery.
2: okay. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, and you know, I think that there is a lot of people that just don't understand because it's for me when I think about LGBTQIA rights and and the struggles that they go through, I am empathetic and sympathetic because I have family members, close family members who happen to be gay or lesbian. But there's other parts, you know, you you heard Erica speak on it and you heard myself try to iterate it as well you know it used to be just lgbt and then it was lgbtq and now it's lgbtqia and i it, it would be a guess for me to try to tell you what the i and the a stand for i can you know i think it's what do you know what it is erica
1: nope
2: yeah and, and and i'm not trying and i'm not trying to make light of that because i understand that there are people that you know definitely Live that life, and they deserve to have you know the the life that they live and how they yeah identify
1: yeah. 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 I just looked it up, and it says it refers to lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, or questioning, intersex, and asexual ally.
2: Okay, so it's including allies as well in that. So people right. who allies, it. okay. Yeah, so yeah, you know, and 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 I think everybody should be able to be identified how they want to be identified. I mean, look at us. You know, some people prefer. African-American, some people prefer black. Me, personally, I go with ADOS. So I I get that. But to Lab's point, I think just because some people, I'm not going to sign on to something that I don't really understand. Um, And me not signing on to it and, you know, maybe being the first first person out to champion that cause does not mean that I have hate or I dislike or I don't think that you should be treated with respect and as a human being. And I feel like a lot of the discussions that we see on this topic tend to go towards, you must be against us because you're not with us. I mean, do y'all, do y'all see it the same way?
0: Yeah, that, that that's what I was trying to get at. A lot of, if you're not for us, you're against us. That's what you see a lot. I
1: agree. And then it's, it goes back to people not being able to communicate properly because I took a leadership class, um, uh, a couple years ago, and one of the things that we learned about was that apparently I'm cisgender, and cisgender means that I self-identify as the gender that I was originally born. And I'm like, they got a name for people who was born a woman and feels like a woman. <laughs> so
2: I, I I got a name for it. It's a woman. That's, <laughs> that's what it. That, that's what it is. I'm a man, and that's a woman. You know what I mean? And you're a woman, right? So. You
1: know
0: Another term I've never heard, Erika.
1: Right. And see, and I think the problem with that is, for one, our community deals with issues, be it issues coming from a lack of understanding or issues that we just feel are too big or not in our pathway to tackle with comedy. That's how we deal with stuff. And so we make jokes and we laugh about certain things and do certain things. But I don't think that, I don't think anybody should take offense to that. Like, so when I found out about being cisgender, I was like, oh, okay, I think that's overkill. I don't think you have to identify me for me,
2: but. Right. Like, how how did you get to label me? Like, right. how do you get to label how I am? You know, I mean, that to me, that doesn't seem right, but go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: But I think the point of that is, is that they're trying to basically coin a multitude of terminologies, right? So you can't say trans without having the opposite. So I think cis comes in to be the opposite of trans. It's kind of like if you're going to have someone who doesn't feel like they are what they were born. Then you got to have somebody who does feel. So they're trying to have an all-encompassing terminology, which I get it. But I don't get people being mad if I don't take the time to learn the terminology I don't get mad if you call me black and like you said, I don't want to be identified as black. I want to be identified as ADOS or something like that. I don't understand why anything associated with sexuality is like forced upon people. It's like required reading. I like I don't, I don't understand why that's so serious as opposed to everything else. Well, if I identify as ADOS and people don't call me that, I don't flip out when people don't call me that. If you don't know what I want to be identified as, I'll remind you. I'll tell you. People get my name wrong every day. I like to be identified as Eureka. You know how many times I get called Erica at court? You know how many times I just oh, roll man. with it. Right. So, I'm not about to flip yep. out and be mad. That's just a part of life. It's okay. If you didn't mean any ill intention for me, if I can't hear any animosity in your tone or in your demeanor, then I'm not going to take offense to it. And I think people forget how to do that. And a lot of that stems from that internet communication where you can't hear people's tone or their intention. So then you've got to react or some people feel like you just have to react crazy for no reason.
2: But you know that the black community traditionally is very conservative. You know? And... I don't what I what what I find somewhat offensive um is that oftentimes you see these type of movements whether it be you know the LGBTQIA movement or name you name any other movement they try to liken what their struggle is to the civil rights struggle and To me, I find that somewhat offensive because, you know, I know there's a there's a debate on whether people are born or uh, they're born gay or or lesbian or what have you. But um, I I just don't think that they're that that's an apples to apples comparison. And to me, it is somewhat offensive. Now, with that being said, I do recognize that we do have people in our community that are black and gay, black and lesbian, black and transsexual or transgender, uh, black and queer. And you know what like I say, you know my you know my you know my motto, we need all hands on deck, so I don't want them to be treated in a in a negative fashion. I want them to be respected because I'll be honest with you, I have family members who are a part of that community, and I wouldn't want anybody mistreating them. I wouldn't right. want anybody disrespecting them, so to me that's the that's the extent of what you can call my support for the LGBTQIA community. I think that some would say that's not enough. You're not an ally. But to me, uh, personally, I'm a heterosexual male. Um, You know, it doesn't bother me if somebody chooses to like the same sex, but it's not the way I get down. And I don't think it equates to the struggle that we go through as ADOS um, in this country.
1: That's one of the issues that that community has with black people is that they feel like we should understand their struggle because we have to deal with so much oppression and racism and stuff like that. But I think the problem is, is that especially the ADOS community is that we kind of feel like we're at a point where we need to be strong advocates against racism. And once we start diverting attention to other things, it weakens our mission or our pathway to rectifying the problems that face all black people. But so, you know the
2: thing is though, we still struggling though. You know, everybody right. wants us to jump on women's right. rights, gay and lesbian rights. You want us to jump on, but we ain't got what we supposed to get. We ain't get reparations. The racial wealth <laughs> gap is still wide. So why am I going to divert my resources and my strengths to help you? Now I don't want anything bad to happen to you. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm not I don't want you to be mistreated or harmed or anything like that. But don't try to guilt me into fighting your fight when I'm still fighting over here. I'm still fighting <laughs> over here. Because I remember it was a while back, there was a there was a resolution in, in California. That would bring you in, lad. There was a resolution in California, I think it was called Proposition 8, and it was something to do with gay and lesbian rights. And it got voted down in California, liberal California. And I remember a lot of the people in the LGBTQI community were like, the black people didn't stand up for us. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't help us, and that's a shame. And Fox News was running with it because they were sowing division between the two communities, right? But like right. I said before, many of us in the black community are conservative. And right. if you if you'd ask one of my uncles or aunties who are in their seventies, the eighties, or whatever, to say, "Hey, listen, we want you to vote for some gay rights or whatever," they look, like, man, you start you you on that stuff, boy. You smoking crack? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Right, you, you can't right. disrespect people to to sign on wholesale for your struggle, but as long as they aren't harming you or supporting people that are doing you harm, I don't see how we are wrong, and I don't think that label of homophobic for the homo the black community is wholesale homophobic is correct or fair.
0: I was just gonna say that, and and all these different causes, all these different movements, um, uh, they affect the black community double fold, or or you know, so when it comes to the, the, the struggle of the lgbtq community then if you're the black lgbtq community it's even worse so black in itself or ados in and of itself is something that affects literally every aspect of life that's why for a lot of us i don't are necessarily riding for the other causes because the one that no matter what until we get the race thing situated, it's still not going to make a difference in the black community.
2: Because what they don't, what they don't like to talk about is that there's a lot of racism in the LGBT community. There's a lot of racism right. in the LGBT community. Um, in America, that's yeah. the,
0: that's the number one thing is race. I mean, right. you got to address that part. But, you know,
2: so. I mean, but you, but just look at it though. There's, there's a lot of racism. And you look at like that that guy out in California that, you know, the white Democratic donor, Ed Buck, you know, there's a, there's all kind of yep, black, yep. black trans men or black gay men that keep coming up dead at his home. But they want to say yep. that black people are the ones killing mm-hmm. all of these black uh, transsexual uh, women. Um, I, I know plenty of I know plenty of, of my friends and family members who are gay and lesbian they don't even associate with the terms gay and lesbian they say sgl same gender loving because they don't want to be associated with the lgbt community because they know the lgbt community um really doesn't mess with black people i mean you know you look at how many black men are suffering from hiv aids and it's such a preventable disease but the resources aren't going to our community they're going to the white community so you got to fix a lot on your side before you can come and say, Hey, listen, um, you guys need to sign on with us. And just because you got Malik, Yoba and a few other dudes that want to go in the breakfast club and try to kick off your talking points. Um, that that's not going to do much for people like me who don't want to see anything bad happen to you. But listen, man, your fight really, this ne- ain't necessarily my fight. So hope for the best, but I'm doing what I got to do for my folk.
1: I think that's the thing. That we talk about in my household is the word homophobic. It implies that we're afraid of, you know, like you said, same gender lovings or whoever identifies with that community. Nobody's afraid of them. I, I would say some people are apathetic, but I don't think anybody's afraid of homosexuality. And I feel like it's probably nature just balancing things out. Overpopulation is a problem. There are a lot of children out here in the world that need homes. Maybe nature's just balancing things out so things go back to a, a nice medium. But I'm not afraid of of anything, especially not who somebody else chooses to be involved with. So I think when you try to say that the the entire black community is afraid or homophobic, it's it's just a, a ridiculous assessment of our community. I think really what they're trying to say is you guys aren't standing up for us like we think you should. And everybody has their own individual reason why they support at any range, you know, as much as they do or as little as they do for their own personal reasons. And so to lump us all in as the black community being homophobic or, or anything is an oversimplification of something that I feel like really it just stems from people saying, I have to deal with the problems that affect me every single day first, just like, You know, um, homophobia is affecting you every single day. So that's what you're focused on. I got to deal with racism and oppression and, you know, gender inequality. I have my own list of, you know, oppressive things in society that I need to address before I address things that don't directly affect me every single day. And I think it's unfair to try to force people to push your issue above their own personal issues. Otherwise, you're going to give them the stigma of being homophobic.
2: I'll say this and then we'll, we'll wrap up the show. Um, so I have I have family members who are same gender loving, and I I'll say this: growing up, you know, we used the the f word and you know other terminology, and it was nothing for us, you know, as as black men to say that, and we didn't necessarily mean harm when we were referring to other people that way, um, not in a way to where well, we wanted harm done to them, but it was just something that you know was passed down to us, and now we realize that that's not right, and I can say that. My children, myself, and and most of the people that are in my circle, we refrain from using that terminology. But I, you know, I still believe that there's a ba- there's there's several fights to be there's several battles to be fought. And right now, I'm fighting the one for my community. I hope for the best for the others, but um, you know, we'll do our best to 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 make sure that those of us who are same gender loving within the black community. We do what's best for them because, like I said, we need all hands on deck. But with that being said, we'll go ahead and wrap up the show. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Man Listen Show. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, and Google Play. We'll holler at you next time. Peace.
1: Bye.